0: Jeremiah chapter 29 in the book of 1 Peter 5 and 10. I'm ecstatic about being here today. What what a presence of God. What an anointing. Listen to me. Elder designate Melissa, let me tell you, beloved. And I don't know if the devil has been talking to you or trying to ride you in any way concerning your function, concerning your place, concerning your position, and concerning your anointing. But I'm going to tell you from the mind of God that God sent you here. And up there's the push. And he's anointed you not only for this season but for this purpose. And I want you to receive this empowerment that's going to strengthen you to excel in your office and in your position because you have been anointed from on high this anointing has nothing to do with man it has nothing to do with their opinion it has nothing to do with their agenda so the spirit of god is releasing you from the contraption that the enemy has tried to put around you to stifle you and to stagnate you and i command command it to break off of your mind right now and for you to step into your authority Because God has anointed you the spirit of the living Christ lives and dwells in you he's speaking to your ear he's leading and guiding you I ain't got no help but I want you to receive receive this anointing receive it come on stretch your hands towards her come on and receive it it's an empowerment He's laying hands on you to show you that it's Him. To show you that it's not another person. To show you that He's elevating you. And if He lifts you up, nobody, y'all not helping me prophesy, nobody can take you down. This is your season of elevation. It's your season of my I hear it, the season of release. It's the season of coming out of the cave. It's the season of the prison doors being open. So walk mighty, woman of God. He calls you woman of God. Walk mighty, the handmaiden of the Lord. Because I'm with you, says the spirit of the living God. I need a church that knows how to praise him. I said I need a to I need a church that knows how to bless him. We give Him glory, we give Him glory. Father, I thank you for this anointing. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Come on, let's stay here for a minute. Thank you, thank you, thank you. God, I gotta let the people out. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Come on, I hear a sound. We're going deeper in the Spirit in this season. Some of us are on the circumference, but it's time to go in. Thank you, thank you, thank you. We give you praise, Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Take your seats, y'all. Hallelujah. Glory, glory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. When it's your season, it's just your season. When it's your time, you don't have to ask permission of nobody. You don't got to look around for nobody's approval or validation. When it's your time, I dare you to shout, it's my time. It's my time. Let me preach the message or teach it however it comes out. Jeremiah. Jeremiah the 29th chapter y'all i feel the anointing i just i can't help it i'm sorry but when he sets you free you're free when he loses you he loses you god i feel it lord i feel it Somebody shout Hallelujah. Jeremiah twenty nine. I'm gonna tell you what this is. <laughs> oh Monday. Get paid. Get paid. Yes, Lord. (laughs) Jeremiah 29. I hear you. We have a covenant with the Lord that if we give Him radical praise, He will give us radical deliverance and breakthrough. So we have to praise Him. And maybe praise is not for you. And that's okay. But my life needs what comes as a result of the praise. So I can't, I can't cut it off because I know that you need the result. Hallelujah. Jeremiah 29. And then 1 Peter 5 and 10. Y'all have your Bibles? Jeremiah 29 getting at verse 10. My subject today is it's not over. Somebody say it's not over. Now, if that doesn't resonate with you, then it's not for you. But there's been some of us has been asking God a question. (laughs) <laughs> and so he gave us a response <laughs> It's not over I got 20 minutes To get this out Jeremiah 29 verse 10 God your power is He says for thus says the Lord Y'all pull your neighbors down After 70 years are completed at Babylon, I will visit you and perform my good word toward you. This is the sovereign Lord speaking. I got to start that over because that's powerful. He says, oh God, thank you for thus says the Lord after 70 years are completed at Babylon. I will visit you and perform my good word toward you and I'll cause you to return to this place. For I know, this is the sovereign speaking, the thoughts that I think toward you, says the Lord. That means we're on God's mind. Thoughts of peace and not of evil. That means God isn't trying to jam you up. He's not trying to mess you up. When things hit your life, it's not God being some kind of sadomasochist trying to tear you apart. He says his thoughts toward you are thoughts of peace and not of evil. To give you a future and a hope that means it's not it's not a bad thing for you to be planning for a greater future because it's his intention to give you imagine God giving you a future and a hope that means that some of your wildest dreams the things that you don't even think that you can accomplish God has placed it in you because it's his thought towards you am I reading the Bible. He said, then you will call upon me and go and pray to me. Now, he's talking about relationship and communion. It says, and I will listen to you. So that also establishes that there may be a season that he's not listening. But he says that after this, so this is after the Babylonian captivity, after you recognize that he's visiting you, that means these visitations of God are also very important. Somebody say amen. Amen. In the visit, he performs his word. After all of this, we recognize that his thoughts are of peace, not of evil to give you future and a hope. Then we'll go and pray to him. And he says, I will listen, which means that he's in a posture now of wanting to hear whatever is the sentiment of our heart. And he says, and you will seek me and find me when you search for me with all of your heart. So when you call to him, and it sounds like or feels like there's a brick wall that means there's a part of your heart that's not engaged. Because when your whole heart seeks him, he promises that you're going to find him. Is that what the scripture said? Yeah. First Peter 5, 10 through 11 says, but may the God of all grace who called us to his eternal glory by Christ Jesus. That's what makes Jesus so important. You can't have Buddha or Muhammad. Because glory is not promised by Buddha or Muhammad. Huh? Maybe, maybe you'll learn some principles, and maybe you'll learn how to be a little quieter and a little peaceful, unless you go blow up a, a building or something like that in the name of Allah. But you might learn some principles, but you don't get God's eternal glory except by Christ Jesus. That's the only way you get it. He says, and after you watch this, have suffered a while. First Jeremiah scripture talked about 70 years in Babylonian captivity. First Peter saying, after you have suffered a while, which means that the suffering is a part of God's recipe, that it's unavoidable. Am I teaching? Yes, after you have suffered a while, then he says, perfect, establish, strengthen, and then settle you. So the suffering has a purpose to get you onto perfection. So you can't divorce it. You can't dismiss it. To him be the glory and the dominion forever and ever. Amen. Father, thank you for your word in Jesus name. Divine thoughts are released whenever Jesus Christ as the head of the church wants to speak. Somebody say divine thoughts. Revelations 19 and 10 says to us that it is the testimony of Jesus Christ that is the spirit of prophecy, which means the driving force, the impetus, or the backdrop of prophecy, which means without the expression of the word, the will, the power, and the intention of Jesus Christ, all of the proclamations of inspired speech are empty, they are vague, and they are void. It is when He speaks, somebody say, Jesus Christ. When he speaks that life is released and a potent word is established that cannot return to him void. And so one of the things that we are dealing with is that we have a generation of preachers that have not stood in the counsel of God. And I know y'all don't like that but it's true it's possible that your favorite preacher has not heard from God in a very long time yet they're all over the airwaves and they're all on social media and they have a big following it is it is a travesty that we have come into the days like the Bible declared that there would be a famine for the hearing of the Word of God not a famine of the Word of God because God's Word is always present because he is the Word of God but the, the word declared that there would be a famine for the hearing of the Word of God which means that there would be a people that do not have their ears attuned to what it is that the Spirit of the Lord is saying that's why Jesus Christ throughout all of the revelation began to say to us he that hath an ear let him hear through the Gospels he said he that hath an ear let him hear in other words that means that there are people Jessica that have ears but they have refused to hear what the Lord is saying somebody say Lord give me an ear to hear Because your life depends on your ability to hear what the sovereign is saying. I've never seen in my life so many people's lives that are completely shipwrecked because they have not turned their ear to the mouth of God. You have to have a word that governs your life. It is not enough for you to relinquish your life to your own control or to the emotional experience that you have as a human being because your emotions are going to trick you up. Wake up Elder Dewberry. emotions are going to trick you up the emotions are going to lead you astray your emotions are going to make you feel and think things that are not according to truth but when you have a word from the mouth of god you can tell your emotions to shut up and behave come on y'all not helping me when you have a word from the mouth of god you can look your doctor in the face as they are giving you a very bad diagnosis and you can tell the doctor thank you for all that you have done but the reality is that that is not my destiny so either God's gonna heal me or this thing has got to come with me all the way to the end because I'm going to live and not die and I'm going to declare the words of the Lord and the works of the Lord why because I have a word over my life when you have a word over your life you have bargaining power before the throne of God you can look at God and say but God you said and if you said it it has to come to pass I wish I had a witness if you declared it out of your own mouth it means that the word that you have spoken Keisha do very cannot return to you void that means that the word has power it means that the word is potent it means that it is alive it means that the word is active it means that the word that you have spoken is pressing upon the tapestry of my life and everything in my life is conforming to what thus saith the Lord I wish I had somebody in here for the next five minutes that believed in the word of the Lord over your life that is not ashamed to open your mouth And to give God praise because he spoke it come on praise him for what he spoke I know you want the prophet to call you out again, but praise him for what he already said I know you're waiting for Benny Hinn to send you a word I know you calling the 900 line asking for the prophet to prophesy But if somebody in here could just open your mouth and say God I know that you've already spoken over my life and I cannot die until the word is fulfilled cannot die until the until the word comes to pass I don't care what the devil's trying to do, and I'm serving him. Notice this afternoon, as we're about to enter into another season, that devil, you are a liar. I just got to decree it. I don't know who you got in here that's working with demonic surveillance. I don't know what spirit you sent to stand on East Main Street to look into our service to see what we're talking about. But since you showed up, we might as well announce to you that Satan, everything that you have decided to do against us, against our person, against our possession, against our family, against our loved ones. It is going to go to hell just like you. It has already received the judgment of God just like you. And you got to back up off of us and you got to give us space to do what thus saith the Lord. I wish somebody would open their mouth as a sign of spiritual warfare and give God a great praise. Come on, spiritual warfare. We war with the praise. Devil, back up. Back up. Back up. We command you to back up. We command your principalities to back up. We command your minions to back up. We command your tormenting demons to back up. We command your spirits of infirmity to back up. We command Jezebel to back up. We command Antichrist to back up. We command death and hell to back up. We command it to move out of our way. Leba, I need y'all to praise him. Come on, we are warfare. I need y'all to praise him. We command the atmosphere over our lives to clear. We command depression to flee. We command oppression to flee. We command hindrance to flee. We command affliction to flee. Because we got work to do. Oh, come on, because there's a word over my life and this is the season for it to be fulfilled. No more delay. No more denial, no more hiccup, no more stumbling block, no more trips, no more falls. Devil, you're a liar. You've got to pack your bags and go. No more hindrance. I wish I know where I got to get to the. But if y'all could praise him just one more time. I'm talking about y'all ministries. It's time to come forth. Come on, open your mouth and praise him. There's doors waiting for you. There's platforms waiting for you. There's arenas waiting for you. There's a people that need to hear what's in your belly. Come on prophets, open it up. They gotta hear a true word. They gotta hear the right now word. We command it to open. We command it to open. Don't get tired. For your business take your seats. you got to have an ear to hear what the Lord is saying because we are now in a season that the devil the prince in the power of the air has not only hijacked the airwaves but the airwaves belong to him because that is a sphere of dominion that God gave him that just because he went rogue, he didn't miss it. This is why you can't be tricked up by people who once served the Lord, who changed their position, that are still trying to minister. Because the gifts and callings are without repentance, so God doesn't take away the gift, but when you lose the seat, you ought to close your mouth. Don't go live and prophesy as a renegade, because witchcraft powers are coming to take over you, cause you already out of order. Y'all can't be mesmerized by people and this is why in this generation you have to pay attention to who you're listening to And you shouldn't really listen to a whole bunch of people Let me just give that to you because Paul said though you have 10,000 instructors you don't have many fathers And he said I became your father when I begot you through the gospel So that means why are you going to eat at everybody's table when you have a begotten father and a begotten word He was establishing that although all of those people are instructing you, they'll never be able to establish in your life what I've been established to assign because God sent me to you. That's what Paul was saying to the church at Corinth, and that's what Apostle Furlow is saying to the church at Waterbury. Y'all not helping me, to the church at Ecclesia Global. Don't you have 10,000 people that you follow on social media, I became your father when you connected covenantally with us and sat under this word. This word that I preach, the sent preached word that inspires your faith has been assigned to do in your life what God wants to do in your life. Come on, all you can do is click on a video, take your seats, take your seats. You can click on a video and get excited for a second, but you don't get pregnant. You don't get pregnant because there's a contraception over that word it's called your computer that's why you gotta get off alive and sometimes you got to get in the atmosphere where you're assigned y'all not helping me explain it come on because the atmosphere makes your womb conducive for the seed y'all not gonna help we come in here and we pray and we worship because we have to get it right y'all not gonna help me and I'm not gonna get graphic but sometimes you got to spend a little bit of time getting the atmosphere right You can't just jump in there and get pregnant that's too rough that's gonna hurt but when you take time to cultivate the atmosphere and the rivers of living water begin to flow then you have an experience that becomes conducive To receive the seed that's going to impregnate you y'all not helping me But I'm trying to make it plain so that you understand that sometimes you can't just jump in and get the word Sometimes you got to prepare your heart your heart is stony. It's rocky. You've been cussing. You've been sinning You've been drinking. You got to come get all that right so you can get rightly impregnated with what thus saith the Lord You got to be prepared Somebody say prepared So the Lord has been speaking. What has he been been speaking to the church over the last decade? These are some of the themes that God has been talking. He's been talking to us about the changing of the guard the shifting of an entire guard of leaders that he was raising up new leaders in the body of Christ he talked to us about the separation of the wheat and the tear come on are y'all tracking with God he told us that there was division that was coming that he was gonna show the people that were of him and the people that were not of him and that it was going to become evident and clear he talked to us about purifying the prophetic streams of witchcraft he said he was driving the rebellion and the witchcraft out of the prophetic streams he talked to us about a new guard of apostles and prophets and then other fivefold ministry gifts that would be raised up to lead the kingdom. He talked to us about bringing all things back to his original blueprint and purpose. Y'all remember that. He talked about shifting all things into divine order and alignment. And then he talked to us about raising up a remnant. These are things. That the sovereign God has spoken to us as plans or strategies or programs that he was incepting into the church and into the earth that we all had to collaborate with and to get in line with. Somebody say amen. Amen. In Ephesians, the first chapter beginning at verse 17, Paul prayed for the church at Ephesus and said, I pray that the Lord, that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the father of glory may give to you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. Say, Lord, give me the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of Christ. He prayed that the eyes of their understanding would be enlightened, that they would know what is the hope of his calling. Somebody say, Lord, let me know the hope of your calling. He said, what are the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints? And what is the exceeding greatness of his power towards us who believe? Say, I believe. According to the working of his mighty power which he worked in Christ Jesus when he raised him from the dead And seated him at his right hand in the heavenly places Far above all principality and power and might and dominion in every name that is named not only in this age But also in that age which is to come And he put all things under his feet And gave him to be head Listen over all things to the church, which is his body. Somebody say, I'm a, body I'm a part of the body of Christ, the fullness of him who fills all in all. So, if Jesus Christ is the head of all things pertaining to the ecclesia, which is his body, the fullness of him who fills all in all, it means that we have been positioned in Christ. To be the head over all things as well because if you are a part of the body there is no distinction between the head and the rest of the body my foot is my foot but it's still a part of my body my head governs the activity of my foot i don't ever have to have a conversation with my foot as to whether or not i'm ready to walk foot right foot move i'm ready to go i don't ever have to have that conversation left foot move we got to go back to where we were It's never a conversation because my headship governs the activity so as I think it I never have to communicate it I can just begin to move out in what I think so if Jesus Christ is the head of the church it means that the body of Christ has the obligation to move synchronized with whatever the head is thinking this is why it is important for you as a believer to get out of your own way you've got to get out of your thoughts and part of the the strategy of the enemy is to get the believers so entangled with the affairs of their life that they never enter into the life of Christ Paul said that it is no longer I who lives in other words his life was of no consequence to him it was not the focal point instead it was the Christ that lived in him and so the believers that are coming into this new place of maturity have to come to a place of resigning their natural lives to death being crucified with Christ and they have to come into an awareness of who Christ is in them somebody shout hallelujah but the scripture says in Ephesians 4 but to each one of us grace was given according to the measure of Christ's gift somebody say Christ has a gift And he gives us grace according to his measure. So that means everybody doesn't have the same gift and everybody doesn't have the same grace. To whom much is given, much is required. So part of your conflict is you have to stop lusting after somebody else's position. You got to stop lusting after somebody else's job. Because if God did not give you the gift or the grace for it, it means you do not have the capacity to handle it. I don't care what it looks like from the outside. I don't care how ready you think you are I don't care how much you think you can do a better job the reality is it is an insult to the headship of Christ for you To think that you can do something that the head did not command you to do we call it being deformed We call it being disabled when you're thinking that you want to go this way and your body goes that way You got a problem and when you become contorted because of your body's conflict with your brain We look at you and got to put you in a special class in a in a special special situation we got to put you in a wheelchair and we got to push you around why because your brain is not controlling the activity of your body correctly when your cancer when your cells decide that they want to do their own thing it becomes cancer and then they begin to rewrite that program on the healthy cells and as they begin to multiply your cancer begins to increase but what is the problem the problem is it went rogue it went to do something that it was not supposed to to do somebody said connect to the head and then he says that he would feel all things that's what it says he gave gift to men and he ascended on high now this he ascended what does it mean but that he also first descended into the lower parts of the earth he who descended is also the one who ascended far above the heavens that he might feel all things somebody say feel all things We know that that is the Greek word play which means that he is going to bring all things to consummate perfection and maturity. The Lord Jesus Christ does this by the strength of his seat as the sovereign ruler, by the position of his seat at the right hand of the father, which is far above all principality, which is not just individual principalities, but it is the realm of principality. Somebody say the realm that means the strata so jesus christ is the head of the strata of principalic powers i'm teaching and preaching somebody say amen but by giving jurisdiction as the supreme ruler of this age and the age that is to come and he does it through the church somebody say "through through the church there is a false movement that suggests, it's a narrative that says that the church is useless that the church is fading that the church is faltering and inept and that the church of today is out of touch but the reality is that rhetoric is an antichrist and jezebelic agenda that is propagated through the media to make the masses believe the false narrative the church is the body of Christ and his headship is over the church and as long as he is the head of the church, the church will never be in it. Nudge your neighbor and say, neighbor, wake up. Come on, the church will never be in it The church will never die. The church will never falter The church is glorious. The church is powerful because he is the sovereign God and he is the ruler over the church I wish I had somebody in the church that could shout hallelujah Because when you recognize who you are as the body of Christ and who the head is over the body of Christ And where you are seated as the body of Christ, then you will know that in him you also have all power When you recognize that you are seated with Christ in heavenly places, I guess I'm gonna have to preach it Angie. When you realize that you're seated with Christ in heavenly places, then it means that you are not in your closet afraid of a shadow that walked through your house. When you recognize the power and the authority that you have in Christ, you're gonna be like me. I thought I heard something. I jump out of the bed in the middle of the night, speaking in tongues, walking down the stairs, looking in the dark to see if something's there. And if it feels like something, is there i say devil you're a liar i don't know what your assignment is i don't know what witch this might be trying to come in my house astral projecting but the devil is a liar witch and devil you got to get up out of here and as a matter of fact i cancel your assignment and if you don't hurry up and get back to your body i'm gonna cut the cord and you're gonna be stuck out there in the realm of the spirit i'm not playing with the devil because i'm seated with christ somebody shout i'm seated with christ I'm seated. I don't know. I got a lot of scripture in here today and so the scripture says why do the nations rage and the people plot a vain thing the kings of the earth set themselves and the rulers take counsel together Against the Lord and against his anointed Saying let us break their bonds in pieces and let us cast away their cords from us The Bible says he who sits in the heavens, y'all not saying that, he talking about the seat in the heavens, where we're seated in heavenly places. He who sits in the heavens shall laugh, the Lord shall hold them in derision. I don't know who this word is for. I don't know who has the agenda that is contrary to the plan of Christ, but we as a body of believers are standing to declare that everything that tries to come against the church It shall fail. I wish you would open up your mouth and declare that it shall come to naught because every antichrist agenda I don't care if it's in the media. I don't care if it's in the government. I don't care if it's in entertainment. I don't care if it's in the family sector. I don't care if it's in the church world. I don't care if it's in arts and entertainment. I'm talking about the seven mountains. It shall fail and it shall fail and it shall come to nothing I wish I had somebody that knows who they are in Christ Jasmine your eyes are opening because he's about to show you your worth he's gonna show you your strength he's gonna show you your power because it's time for you to ascend to another level because the anointing of God is upon your life and the prayers you prayed God said He's about to answer. I need you, Jasmine, in the middle of this sermon to open your mouth and give God a praise because the Lord is about to set you up for a breakthrough. The Lord is about to set you up for a miracle. You're about to come into a new dispensation of anointing and the power of the Holy Ghost is gonna come on you and overshadow you and birth your purpose I wish I had a believer that can give God praise he who sits in the heavens shall laugh the Lord will hold them in derision then he shall speak to them in his wrath and distress them in his deep displeasure yet I have set my king that's the church and the body of Christ on my holy hill Zion and I will declare the decree the Lord has said to me you are my son today I have begotten you ask of me and I will give you the nations for your inheritance and the ends of the earth for your possession, you shall break them with a rod of iron, you shall dash them like a potter's vessel I don't know if you're listening but this is the word for everybody coming against the church that says that the church ain't nothing that says it's time for reformation that says that it's time to divorce the fundamentals the word of the Lord declares that we're gonna rule them and break them with a rod of iron you shall dash them like a potter's vessel now therefore be wise O kings be instructed you judges of the earth serve the Lord with fear and rejoice with trembling kiss the son lest he be angry and you perish in the way when his wrath is kindled but a little blessed are those who put their trust in him It's time for the church to recognize her power. It's time for the church to recognize her strength. It's time for the church to step into alignment with what the head has declared. Because there's a new power that's coming on the church. I got to preach about the remnant. There's a remnant of people that are listening to the voice of God. There's a remnant of people that hear the clarion call. What's going on? you may not be able to explain it what's happening all around you may not have the answer but in your spirit you begin to feel that god is calling you into another level when you start to feel it you can't even explain it you can't put words to it you just know that god is up to something but he sent me here as a messenger and as a prophet to tell you that Lakia what you've been feeling Perla what you've been feeling the experiences you've been having are there to bring you into another dimension the scripture said that after 70 years in Babylonian captivity I'm gonna come and visit you and I'm gonna talk to you and I'm gonna show my good word towards you I'm here to prophesy that though you've been afflicted, that though you've been in prison, that though you've been abused, that the sovereign Lord has said that it's not over, that your season is just about to begin, that your 70 years of captivity are about to end. I need a church that can rejoice because your deliverance has been sealed Your deliverance has been secured. I need you to rejoice. I need you to open your mouth. You gotta praise him. Cause I'm about to close. You gotta praise him. Y'all ain't got no praise after all the hell you've been through first peter said that after you suffered a little while he's gonna perfect he's gonna establish he's gonna strengthen he's gonna settle that means your suffering has served a purpose it's brought you to a place of maturity who am i preaching to that means you're stepping in to another tax bracket because you can handle the money now it means you're stepping in to another anointing because you're not gonna waste it it means that the gift of god over your life is about to manifest because you've been faithful over a few things now it's time for you to become ruler y'all not helping me preach over oh, many. i need somebody that's ready to step into your season to make one big leap into a new anointing, make one big leap into another measure of God's grace make another leap into another level of productivity make another leap into a level of greater manifestation, what's been locked up in you God said it's coming forth what's been on pause God said he's going to press play because this is the season for the voice of the Lord that's in you to be manifested. I need a praying church that can help me birth somebody's anointing, that can help me birth somebody's mantle, that can help me birth somebody's gift. Open your mouth and give God a praise. I gotta let you go, it's 106. Come on and praise him. If you believe it, that this is your time, not just because the clock struck 12, but it's your time because you've been faithful for 70 years in captivity. You've been faithful in the season of suffering that Peter talked about it's time now for the visitation of the Lord where he promises he's gonna speak to us where he promises he's gonna give his good word to us where he promises he's gonna perform his will it's time like Peter said for us to be strengthened I need somebody to look back and see how far God has brought you from. I need you to look back and see how strong you are now. I need you to look back and see how mature, thank you. You've become, if I had a church that could open their mouth and give God praise like he's worthy, give him praise, give him praise. Give him praise. I got to let you go. But I got one last thing. I feel the anointing, I feel the anointing, I don't have the voice, but I can feel it. I may not have all the notes, but I got the power. Y'all not saying nothing to me, I said I got the power, I got the push of the Lord behind me, and just when I feel like, let me find the key, giving up, that's too high. When I feel like Give me the note Lower When I feel, I can't do it When I feel like Giving up There's a push That comes behind me That says furlough Don't throw in the tower Furlough Don't leave the church Furlough Don't move to Antigua and get you a house on the beach when it gets real rough when I feel like I've been through too much I've cried too many tears I've suffered too long the push of God elder Ramona comes behind me the strength of God prophet Michael begins to move in me and then all of a sudden he takes me to the word he says after you suffered a little while I'm about to strengthen you so then he says look at your strength he said you stop crying over what broke your heart he said you're stronger now he said look at your maturity you're responding like me you're not rah rah no more, you're not going to jail no more he says look at how I've established you your name is in the wind people are calling your name i don't know who i'm preaching to but he says the fire that you've been in has worked in you a far more exceeding and eternal weight of glory i need you to get ready for the glory that's coming on your life i need you to get ready for the season of deliverance and delivery i need you at this point to open your mouth and to give God a shout of praise. I'm done. Give him praise. Give him praise. Come on. Give him praise. Give him praise. Let me tell you. This morning, Halakia, Sholemah, Gotta let y'all go. But when I tell you the chains are breaking that have held you captive, church, this is a corporate word. George Martin, get this word in your spirit. Elder Maurice, get this, Pastor Steve, get it. Lady Joy, get it. Lakia Griffin, get it. The chains of the enemy. Tyra, prophet, Tyra, chief prophet. I'm telling you. Oh God, I can't go into it. But Danielle, I see it. God help me. I'm moving into it. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm telling all of you, the chains are broken. Taylor, yanni Shanice, kwani Tanya, Bianca, Dre, Drea, Keisha, Beverly, Freddie. I'm telling you, Lex, Christine, Perla, Rich, and your wife, Tashara, Anthony. I'm telling you, Roxanne, the chains are broken. What the devil meant for evil, you have Monte Lepande, You have entered into the season, Evangelist Brittany, Evangelist Warren. You have entered into the season where God is about to manifest it. Everything that He's spoken over your life, Tyrone. Everything He's promised you, Prophet everything that's locked up in your spirit Shauna that God has commanded you to do I'm telling you that this is the season that has got to come to pass even if it takes 10 years the 10 years won't be 10 years of delay it'll be 10 years of productivity it'll be 10 years of manifestation it'll be 10 years of building it it'll be 10 years of laying it brick by brick it'll be 10 years of coming into the promise what has held you bound I prophesy as a prophet of the most high God that the contraption, Douglas is broken Charles Gore Jr the contraption is destroyed I need you to open your mouth ecclesia global and give God praise This morning, in my prayer time, the Lord visited me. And prophets, I don't know. I know you're busy getting to church for pre service prayer. But if you can find time to pray in your sacred space on Sunday mornings, God has been visiting me on Sunday mornings. It's the first thing, as soon as I wake up, before I get out of the bed. I get my phone and put it on my home pod. I put my prayer list on and before I ever step foot out of the bed, I enter into the realm of prayer and it has been that this heavy weighty presence of God just descends on me on Sunday mornings. It doesn't happen on any other day of the week like that for whatever reason, but I believe that we are in a season where the Lord has drawn so close to us and that he is with us in a very distinct and unusual way. And that he's bringing us into a place of maturation perfection settling establishment and being strong in what it is he's called us to do take the keys out of the monitors and i believe that he is strengthening us because of what we are about to enter into listen to me in the vision of the lord this morning the captain of the host of god appeared in the vision and all he did was stand over me and i ask the lord in the spirit in the vision because it's it's so pronounced now and i don't know if any of you all are experiencing this how many people have been in in just in praise or in worship and you've been encountering something different it is literally, Lady Joy, Pastor Steve, in this season that when I close my eyes and go into prayer, it is literally like I step into another world, like I am not where I just was before I closed my eyes. It's literally this, this transcendence, and his presence is there, and it's so profound. So I begin to see the vision of the Lord, and the captain of the host of God stood there, and the only thing I heard when I saw the vision, he said, I am with you. He said, I am with you. And when you become astute in hearing the voice of God, you'll realize that God speaks on multiple layers and levels at the same time. So as I'm listening to the captain of the Lord's host, this is the captain of his armies, this is the chieftain that governs the host of God's angelic armies saying he's with me, intuitively in my spirit God began to speak and he began to talk about all of the different places where we had been as a church and all of the things that the enemy had done successfully to stagnate us to pull us down to slow us down to imprison us to ensnare us to get us tangled up intuitively in my spirit God said because I am with you all of that is completely destroyed it's completely broken off of you before I could even get in the door of the church this morning to preach it it manifested so the presence of God that we experience today I got this may sound spooky and ethereal I don't know what to tell you read the Bible but the presence of God we experience today Jasmine was because the Lord sent the captain of his armies into our sphere and because of the presence of the captain of God's host I believe it is the same angel of the Lord that confronted Joshua at the death of Moses and he said i just need to know whether or not you are with us or against us and he said i am with you he said as i was with moses so i am with you joshua had a visitation with the angelic guard that governed moses's ministry to reassure him that the same enforcement was with him so this morning in the visitation the captain of god's hosts said to me i'm with you That means we can't fail. That was the point. I had three points. I never got to the the points. But we can't fail. Y'all, as long as we do what thus saith the Lord, our destinies are secure. Come walk with me, Danielle. Come on the side and come stay with me because he's been talking to me about this prophetic anointing on you. And it's time to cultivate it. I believe in impartation. I believe in serving. I believe in preparing people for ministry by real life experience. I'm not just going to put you in a 27-week class and then give you a license or ordination because you may not have nothing. The anointing is transferable. It's atmospheric. So God will begin to cultivate her gift because she came into a place of submission. But he's been talking to me about it. y'all listening lift your hands up I'm done we're past the time Taylor the captain of the Lord's hosts is with us this morning that means the enemy backed up before I ever walked in the door that's why there was so much freedom and Liberty and deliverance in here because everything that had tried to attach to you, when they recognized that the host of heaven walked in here, they had to let you go. They just, they folded their bags and said, let me pack it up. Let me get out of here. Where you go to church is important. Who you're covering is, is important. I'm just telling you, because their level of consecration and their level of communion with God impacts your life. Because that's what they minister to you out of. Okay internet world don't pick a church because they got smoke and fog coming out the side of the stage don't pick a church because they got lights and because they have your favorite gospel artist as the worship leader you better find a church with an anointing for your purpose you better find a leader that stands in the council of god that when death comes to get you they can command death to back up and it has to obey He said, "After you suffered a while, I'm going to perfect, strengthen, s- establish, and settle you." That's been our transition, y'all. I want you to believe this, and I'm really done. That we are coming out of the space of suffering. So, like Lazarus, we got to take the death clothes off. We got to be stripped of everything that is conducive to the environment of suffering and death that we have settled in. And now we have to embrace that there is a season now of perfection and strength and maturation and establishment. The captain of the Lord's host came this morning and said, "I." I was so consumed in the presence of God. My wife was talking to me, what are you wearing to church? And I was just stuck. And She's like, what are you looking? What are you doing? I said, just wait. I said, the Lord is here. Just wait. I was so consumed in his presence. Yeah, right there. Lift your hands. I, I got to let you go, but lift them. Because I want you to be consumed too want you to be consumed, Freddie in the presence of God you can't fail I keep seeing you as a business owner I don't know if you already own a business I don't know but I keep seeing you as a business owner and there is a fleet of trucks and vans with your business name and logo on it It's a fleet of them. I don't know what kind of work it is. I don't know what you do. But the Spirit of God is coming upon you Freddie today to tell you that the season of your suffering is over. And now you get to come into the season of the maturity of what God has placed on your life. Freddie, I want you to birth the business idea that God has given you. I literally see it in your mind that God has given you a plan and a strategy. And I'm calling into your sphere everything you need to get this business off the ground. Every investor, every contract, every license. And then the people that your business are meant to serve, I prophesy that they are gonna be lined up. You are gonna have so much work dumped on you that you're gonna have to subcontract your stuff out to other companies because you're gonna be so busy. God is anointing your hands for success and prosperity. Beverly, it's on your household. He's anointing your hands for success and prosperity. You've asked questions in your own heart. God, is this even the right church for us? What are we doing here? What's going on? And I'm telling you that He sent you here to connect you to what is going to prosper and thrust you into the place that God has assigned over your life. So if you can just settle in it, settle in, let your heart settle in, rest in it. God is about to multiply you in such a significant way. Beverly, I see the works of your hands. And I don't know what ideas you have for your own business. Is something creative that you want to do. I don't know what it is, but it's the work of your hands. And God says to go ahead and do it. He's giving you the green light. It's time for you to go. And even if you start small, just start and just begin to produce it. And he says that it's going to grow. It's going to expand. It's going to grow. It's going to expand. It's going to grow. It's going to expand. It's going to multiply. And then eventually I see you in a place, in a store. It's like a storefront. It has your name your logo a sign and whatever this thing is. It's eventually going to become a store You're gonna have to sell it out of this location God says that he is going to multiply you because of your faithfulness Just remember that the captain of the Lord's host is with you You can't fail You can't fail. Come on. Lift your hands up father. We worship and reference your holy name. I'm done Father, we give you glory and honor. Thank you for your anointing upon these leaders, these ministry gifts, these elders, these ministers, these prophets, these minstrels. Y'all were flowing today. Daniel, you're supposed to follow me when I walk. I'm realigning your steps so so that you don't falter and so that you don't move to the left or to the right. That's why you're walking with me just realigning your steps. Father, I thank you for this anointing. If you are not saved and you want to give your life to the Lord, I want you to come. See, the anointing is in my hand. Father, I release the transmission of the anointing into Elder Ramona. Let the anointing be imparted like the anointing of the Holy Spirit of God. Oh, Father, thank you. There's somebody here that's having a problem with gas. I don't know if it's gastritis. That's the word that I heard. But it's an issue with gas. Excessive gas. Who? Your daughter. Lift your hands up because there's healing coming upon your body now for the issue with gas. Up from the, there it is, the virtue. From the top of her head. Hey! Kaya suvretakea. Father, your anointing from the top of her head to the soles of her feet, heal. Just heal. Just heal in the name of the Lord Jesus. Father, thank you for your power. Tamasha, say, I receive my healing. I receive my healing. Father, within seven days, let it lift. What she's dealing with within seven days, You might have to pay attention to your diet a little bit and restrict some things, but God is touching you now to heal you, Tamasha, of that gas issue. Father, come on, can y'all worship? I promise you, three minutes, we're out. Anybody need to be saved? Come here, Lex, Christine, and Perla. I just need to lay hands on the three of you today. I don't know why. Keep, keep, Keep the sound up. Father, thank you for the anointing. Just come. Oh, glory, 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 glory. Father, give her dreams and visions. Give her visitations. I was gonna turn you up. Father, give her... There's an anointing of creativity, Lex. It's all right. An anointing of creativity. Father, thank you. There are visitations coming for you, Lex. The Lord is about to reveal himself in an amazing way to you. You're going to experience his presence in a new way. And he's going to unfold mysteries to you the anointing upon your life to teach and instruct is not just confined to the educational system but God is going to use it in his house and in his kingdom and you're going to teach the word of the Lord but there's going to be such a a mantle and anointing of revelation that's going to come on you as you begin to teach and instruct I see the Lord opening up the mysteries of the word to you you're going to have a very deep understanding of the word of the Lord And as you begin to teach it, I see the word like rays of light shooting out of you and bringing healing and deliverance to the people that are gathered. What an anointing that's on your life. It's an amazing anointing. Father, bring her into the secret place with you. Bring her into the anointing. Pearl of the anointing is already on you. It's already on you. Father, let your fire fall on this altar. Let your fire fall. Glory, glory, glory. Such an anointing. Can y'all sense that anointing? Glory, glory, glory. Father, I love your presence. The call to ministry is secure, Perla. And all of the struggles of your life have brought you to a particular point. But I'm going to tell you, do not throw in the towel. Do not fold and do not fall away. I don't care about the pressures that are coming against you I don't care about the people that are around you with their opinions I'm sitting there listening to conversations where you're talking about life things with people philosophical things well what do you believe about this and what do you think about this and I'm listening to the people that are talking in your ear and the things that they're saying to you sound good but they're not the truth of God so you cannot permit what is coming into your ear to alter what you know in your spirit and in your heart You've got to listen to god's voice because he promised us today in the scripture jeremiah 29 and 10 he's got thoughts of peace not of evil to give us a future and a hope you have a future in christ glory right there hallelujah perfect you've got a future you have a destiny And so i curse the plan of the enemy to alter your life's purpose every assignment that has come out of the pit of hell the hordes of darkness that come to surround you in certain seasons i break your assignment i cancel your power you have no authority you have no authority i break it i break it i break it I break it and I command you to loose her and to leave her life. Every horde of darkness, I see you and I expose you. And in the name of the resurrected Christ, I release the sword of the Lord against you. You will not assault her mind. They try to use depression to grab you. I break the spirit of depression. I see you and I expose you. And I cast you out in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Depression, go! Abandonment and rejection, go. That's the trigger. They send rejection and then it becomes depression. And then it reminds you of abandonment. I break the cycle. And the apparatus in the name of jesus i break it out of her soul this soul tie that you have with it i sever it all oh, the angels are standing next to you lift your hands up lift them up <laughs> That's protection. God's protecting you. I don't know what the enemy's trying to do against you. But I'm telling you right now, it's going to fail. Because the angel of the Lord is standing next to you. And God showed it to me just to give you this word. That he is with you to protect you and so this assignment that's come against you i command it to break i command it to break you are insulated with a wall of fire you are insulated by god's presence and power so that assignment its a network of stuff that's been coming against you i come against it now in the name of jesus christ i command it to bow i break it the conspiracy against you the scandal against you what the it's like a template that's coming against you and the attempt the attempt is to shut you down we break it and destroy it you're not going to stop you're not going to stop you're not going to shut your mouth it's coming against your voice but we break the band of the enemy's wickedness off of your neck your prophetic voice will be lifted like a trumpet. Father, we decree that the season shifts for her. Yeah, I gotta lay hands. Woo! The angel of the Lord is standing here. But we decree that the season shifts. Oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's clearing it out it's like God is doing a a cleaning in your heart he's getting rid of the debris you hold on to things when things happen to you they lock up inside of you that's what's been warring against you but right now the Spirit of God is going into your heart this is a surgery and he's removing the things that you've been holding on to things that have happened that have oppressed you father in jesus name it breaks today it comes out today come on y'all stretch your hands this way it comes out today the pressure that you've been holding the weight the burden that you've been carrying we break it off we're the prophets come quick i want the cabinet come lay hands on her we're just gonna clear all this atmosphere out we're gonna clear her house out we're gonna clear her bedroom out Her car, where she rides, where she works. The people she's around, Bonaparte, come. Yeah. Prophet Charlene. Yep, clear it out. Just clear it all out. The soul, the spirit. Break the soul tie with the past. She keeps going back into the place where she's been hurt. But we break that soul tie with it. We break it. You don't have to sit in misery. You don't have to sit in pain. You don't have to sit with unanswered questions. Your life can progress. You can go forward. You can go forward. This is your day of deliverance, but it's your day of healing. Are y'all catching this? I'm training you. Warren, you catching it? This is how you flow. When y'all preach, y'all go out to preach, this is what you do. You ask the Lord, what are you doing in the midst of the people? And when he shows you, you follow it. Jesus said, I only do what I see my father do. So that means you have to have a visionary capacity to see how God is moving. So I'm praying for her, but I saw the angel standing next to her even though i was talking i said lord what is that about and then he began to talk about what was going on in her life so all of you ministry gifts as you watch me flow catch it catch the anointing of it but then catch the dynamic of how god moves it'll be unique to your mantle and unique to your personality but catch the spirit of it this is her deliverance this is her deliverance And God's dealing with your sister too. He's dealing with your sister. He's dealing with your sister. There's a whole bunch of stuff there I see. I'm not going to unravel all of it. But God is about to bring healing and deliverance to her. Wow. Father, thank you. Woo. It's going to be okay. Father, let your presence just descend. Glory, glory, glory. Father, your presence. He's changing your garments, Christine. and making you white as snow. Whatever's been passed in your life, it's over. Don't let the voice of the past speak into your ear. Past experiences, past failures, the season of your past is broken and it's over. And in the realm of the spirit, God is taking you into his presence and he's changing your attire white as snow, white as snow, white as snow, he says the increase of his government shall be upon you, I see the angels assigned to you, Harvins, glory, 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 oh father, It shall come to pass. Steve, it shall come to pass. The Lord is speaking. He's going to put something in your hand. may not be exactly what you want, but he says to be faithful. And if you are faithful, and a good steward over what he gives you. He said he's gonna make you a ruler over many things. He's gonna put something in your hand. It may not be what you want, but be faithful. Be faithful, Steve. And he is going to expand you and give you what you want. But Christine, the increase of his government is coming upon you. He's about to snatch you up again into a place of radical obedience. So find yourself deep in the word. Just read it. Just get it in your mind. Get it in your spirit. There's so much happening here today. So much happening. Taylor got to settling something in your house something to do with one of your sons. I don't know what the contention is around him but I see the Lord kind of like a judge with a gavel saying enough is enough. I don't know which one of your sons it is but I see the Lord dealing with the contention that's around him. He's bringing an end to it tell him. Whoever it is, they'll know, whichever one it is. It has something to do with relationships, but it's something attached to it. So, Father, thank you for this anointing. Thank you for this anointing. Y'all ready to go? Anybody here to get saved? Can y'all worship on the benediction? And just receive what you need. Father, please increase the prophetic on them. Please, please, please. I'm asking you to impart your grace for the prophetic. Angie, it's your life that he wants. It's not enough to have a gift. Gifts and callings come without repentance. It's not gifts are not important. He you wants your life wants to be Lord over everything that pertains to your life. Every activity, every directive, every direction, everything you do. He wants to be Lord. Michael, don't avoid me. Don't avoid me. Father, your anointing. Your anointing. He's got to be able to trust you with the secrets. He's got to be able to trust you. And that's going to take some brokenness. It's going to take some yielding. You should be a part of the prophetic cabinet, but you're not ready. And you're not ready cuz you're not ready. There's another yes in here. There's another layer of yes that God is looking for. And if I knew what it was, I would tell you, I don't know. It may be more time with him. I honestly don't know, but there's a breaking that he's looking for in your soul, a brokenness in your soul that he's looking for. And a yielding of your life. And when those requirements are met, I see him releasing something so magnificent prophetically. You'll be able to walk into your calling as a prophetess. It's taken many years. You've been here from the beginning, really, almost 12 years, but God is still preparing you. Yeah, we don't do stuff quick around here. Y'all notice that, right? It's not quick. People join our church thinking they're going to get a quick ordination. They, it's the wrong church for that. It's, it's the wrong church for that. Yeah. Especially if you're called to high levels of ministry. You can't get a doctorate degree in a year. So how are you going to have a chief position in God's kingdom in a year? You don't even know the kingdom principles enough to govern. It takes time for It, it takes time. I ain't gonna mess with you today. Last time he had the camera, he was on the floor. They had to come get the camera. I ain't gonna mess with you. Keep recording. But there's such a dynamic purpose of God over your life. You're one of my favorite humans on this planet. and People don't know that we've gone to lunch together. We have spent time together. You're an amazing person your future is bright because you've yielded yourself to God and what the enemy meant for evil God has already turned it around for your good that word Jeremiah 29 and 10 is for you God's thoughts towards you are good to give you a future and a hope I see the Lord bringing expansion to your job and I don't know what the next level Of what you do at ESPN and all of that looks like but I saw an expansion I saw this at the beginning of service there's an expansion coming and I saw him increasing your office so that means your authority your rank your position your seat is going to change if you have opportunities to develop and grow for a greater position take the opportunities let them see you, let them know you, because God, oh man, he's really gonna give you the increase. Mm. It's gonna happen. There's so much money attached to it. You, people in your field make a lot of money, I didn't know that. There's so much money attached to this expansion. The figures are great. God's going to give you the desire of your heart. So just be careful what you desire because it's coming. We need to talk, okay? Mm-hmm. I see God doing some stuff. You already feel where I'm at. Isn't that weird how people in the prophetic, you can have a conversation without saying nothing. Uh, Michael, set Phil up for lunch on my calendar. Where's the prophet Michael? Oh, she, I Sorry, the anointing's still so flowing. <laughs> set Phil up for lunch on my calendar, please. Let's make it happen, okay? Uh, Yanni, the prophetic anointing. I have to leave. Somebody take me that way. Open that door. <laughs> Open it. So I open it because when I see it I'm going through it next time because the prophetic is eternal right Kwani? come here let me lay hands on you real quick come on I release your name into the sphere of Tyler Perry I release your name there I send it I send it and that's only gonna be one opportunity or two there's something even greater Something more significant. Coming! It shall come to pass. There's greatness being released because God needs your presence in that industry. You're going to be a prophetic sign to the industry of arts and entertainment, I'm telling you. God's going to release prophetic anointing. I'm looking at prayers that your grandmother prayed over you. I don't know if she used to keep you around her sometimes when she prayed. But I'm looking at prayers, There's layers of prayers that your grandmother prayed that God is about to answer. He's being faithful to her prayers. Prophet Tyra, does that make sense to you? Yaya, is that okay? Your mommy's on the floor, but the Lord is with her down there. Oh, the door. No, Yanni. Somebody do the benedictions. Get a mic. Elder Cummins, get a mic. Do the benediction. Father, thank you. While the prophetic anointing on you is blossoming, it's okay. When God puts you into a season of seclusion and isolation, it's okay. It's okay when it seems like he's shutting doors around you and shutting people out of your life. And you look up and you're longing for things. It's just a season. It's just a season. It's just a season. And in that time, you get to get close to the Lord. You get to hear his heartbeat. You get to experience him and know him. I give God praise for this anointing that's on you, Yani. Thank you, Father, God. For the open eyes that you have. To see. Beautiful anointing. Beautiful anointing. I have to leave. Come here, Todd. I got to go. I'm just praying for you. Your stature is increasing. Your life is increasing. Keep the Lord Jesus Christ, the center and the focal point of your life. Why do I hear this? I'm listening to conversations with friends. Now, this is interesting because some of these people look like Christians. Lord, are they in this church? If so, tell me. And I just, I hear conversations that are contrary. Like people giving you their opinion about what they think and what they feel. It's not your mom. So don't use that. Next time she say something. Huh? Yeah, but it's off what they're saying is off. So close your ears to the people that are speaking contrary things things contrary to what you've been taught and what you know. Does that make any sense? Father, protect his ear gate and his heart. Protect his heart and the affairs of his heart and the loves of his heart and the desires of his heart. Protect them. Maurice, Elder Maurice, God bless you. Thank you, Lord. Father, we thank you on today for thus allowing your presence to fill us on today.